You are grateful for this beautiful day. You are overflowing with happiness, joy, and gratitude. You are appreciative of all the wonderful things this day will bring forth. The more grateful I am, the more beauty I see. I am blessed with peace of mind and prosperity. I am getting better each and every day. I am a person of worth and value. Thank you for joining me for another episode of My Curl Speak with Key. Of course, I'm Key, and happy Wednesday. This episode is brought to you by Unfiltered Forever. Use my code CURLS at checkout to receive cash off. Visit unfilteredforever.com. And again, my code is CURLS at checkout. If you're listening, make sure you screenshot this and let me know where you're listening from. I love hearing from you guys. Okay, so today for the first time, I have on my curl speak with Key, Yusuf in the building. What up, what up, what up? It's Yusuf in the building. Okay, so <laughs> this is not the first time I've done a show with Yusuf. We actually, um, they have me on the Married at First Sight episodes on yep. Relationship Status Podcast. Yep. If you do not listen to that, I don't know what's wrong with you, but you need to go back and listen to those shows. If you're not listening to that, you're a hater. I won't say that. Okay. That's such right. a strong. That's okay, well, I will say this. Key, if they're not giving you a five-star rating, they are a hater. Definitely so. Okay. So Definitely if, you're not giving, so. if you're not giving Kia a five star hater, five star rating, you are a hater. You are if you haven't reviewed the show. No, you are a hater. And you listen every week. You are a hater. That is hater activities. That, that, that is definitive hater activities. It definitely is. So Yes. And you know what we're gonna do for those? What are we gonna do? Pour out a drink for our homies. We're gonna pour it out? Yeah, you gotta pour out a drink for the homies. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because those people need to pass on and be on. Yeah, okay. If they ain't give you no reviews and no no five-star rating, I, I don't know what they're doing with their life. This is safe space, but y'all feel judged today, okay? Oh, yeah. Nah, that's what we got to do. That's how we move forward. <laughs> that's how you support. Yusuf came in here strong, okay? <laughs> hey, he listen. Came in- <laughs> it's what we do. So... Yusuf. Yes, ma'am. You know what time it is? What time is it? It's time for the icebreakers. Oh, Lord. You ready? Every show I go on and they have icebreakers, they always people disagree with me. Because I I like to disagree with you. Okay, that's cool. Sometimes, you know what I learned? Out of all of my months, you know, I thought thought I was going to say years. (laughs) (laughs) Out of all of my months of podcasting, I feel like my male guests purposely disagree with me. So I think I do the same thing. It's not on purpose. I know for me it ain't on purpose. I don't know. It's just who I am. Yeah, so you the first I one on here, over here. That's all that I am. Um. <laughs> okay, the icebreaker. You ready? Okay, I'm okay. ready. So, I don't even know. Why I'm about to ask you this, but I'm gonna do it. Anyway. And as a big fan of your show, I already know what's coming. So go ahead. You know, I might switch it up because you think you know me. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. So the first one is. Biggie, <laughs> like, I couldn't even switch that up. That's always nah, the first question. Biggie. Okay, so if you listening, y'all hit a New York, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. So Tupac or Biggie? You said Biggie. Yep. All right. Michael Jackson or Prince? Michael Jackson. Why I feel okay? Why you feel what? what you about I don't say? like the way you looking at me right now. What you mean? I said Michael Jackson. <laughs> it's the way you looking at me though. What? Like, what judgment? Like yeah, with judgment. I don't even think it's a like I was a kid like as a kid growing up, big Michael Jackson fan. 
I was a Michael Jackson fan as a kid too, and I still am a Michael Jackson fan. It's mm-hmm. just I do feel like Prince didn't get the acknowledgement that he deserved because he played as a musician. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about like overall as an artist. Yeah, he was one of the most talented people to ever walk this earth. And so was Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson didn't play as MJ. many instruments as and, Prince and, did, and Prince didn't sell out like Mike did. I just said Prince sold out. I mean, Mike sold out. Countries, countries. This is a safe space. Okay, sold okay. out. Countries. Okay, so okay. All right. Mm-hmm. See, I'm trying to think of my next question. Hold on, cause I got to switch it up for you. All right. All right. So, if you could listen to one song on repeat for the rest of your life, what song would it be? Or if it was a verse. That you could spit without thinking, mm-hmm. like I had a gun to your head and I was like, "You got to spit this." What would the verse be? All right, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna answer both questions. Okay. A song on repeat would be "Go Operate Closer." Um, and if you haven't heard that, it's a dope song. Go look it up. "Go Operate uh, Closer." She talks about getting closer to her dreams. Mm-hmm. Love that song to death. I probably listen to it about. Four times a week. So that. And then uh, the verse would be Method Man's verse on Liquid Swords. Uh, Liquid Swords is the album, but it's off of the Jezza album, mm-hmm. Liquid Swords, Shadow Boxing. Is it a clean verse? You can't yeah. give it to me? The mind eye starts to clip it. And the strategy is mass with the plot thicket. This be that woo. I don't give a cop picking about it, trying to size it. Up. I hold my own hard hat, protect the dome. Look at mama, baby boy, acting like he grown. No time for sleep, like as deep as a baritone. Kill a bee that be holding down his honeycomb. Lounging son, smooth brother number one. Protect your neck, flying guillotines. Here they come. Bloody. See, I, I keep going. See, what y'all don't know is Yusuf used to be a rapper. No, <laughs> I, I did. <laughs> if you listen to Relation Status Podcast, yes, about if, two weeks ago, I yeah, did. He, he I, I revealed that. And, and I and now, mind you, I remember it was me and a couple of friends of mine, and we was in you know it was Wu Tang phase, and we was like, "Yo, we gonna do some Wu? Like we ain't gonna be like them, but we gonna do something like that." And er, uh, I wrote a verse, mm-hmm. and I still remember the verse to this day. I think I might have been about fifteen or sixteen when I wrote that verse, mm-hmm. and I'm like, some odd years now, and uh, yeah, it's. It was horrible. <laughs> I don't know. You got the voice for it. See, I never yeah, tried to voice, rap. But. I, and I told them boys, like, we had one of our homeboys was nice with it. And I told him, I said, Joe, if you write my verses, I do them. Because <laughs> you got a voice for it. I said, if you write my voices, I do it. But, you know, it is what it is. Now, I never was a rapper, but I am a poet. So, okay. yeah, I know how to write some stuff, but I, you know, I, right. y'all yeah, ain't. You got some skills. Y'all ain't ready. I done wrote a couple poems myself. They can't see me. Okay, they can't see you doing a dance? Yeah. Whatever she's doing, y'all, you don't want to see it anyway. It's like the little Kim. Yeah, uh, that's not it. I don't know what you're <laughs> doing, but that ain't it. Whatever that is, that ain't it. Okay, so <laughs> y'all probably wondering where we're going with this. So let me tell y'all what we're talking about today. Mm-hmm. So Yusuf hit me up like after part one and my toxic part one. He hit me up and said, you know, um, he actually thought about doing a show on his show in response 
to my show. Mm-hmm. But me being the person that I am, try to beat me to the punch. That's not it. That is it. But I wanted to have a conversation. Y'all okay. can still have it. I mean, we will. But I wanted to have it over here. But we will. I wanted to have it over here. Okay, that's fine. I mean, you could still have it over there because I mean, it's differences of opinions and it's different listeners. Mm-hmm. Sure is. So yeah. <laughs> but um, I invited him to here today because October is Domestic Violence Awareness Month mm-hmm. and the Thirty Red Flags. Um, uh, <laughs> All of those flags, if you pay attention to them, they can prevent you from being in a abusive, abusive situation. So I thought it was a- appropriate to start October off with this particular episode. Yeah. And it's been overdue for him to be over here because I'm on his show every week. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, we try sometimes it don't, you know, the, the schedules don't link up sometimes. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> so, so Yusuf, uh-huh. um, you are familiar with the book. You told me that you read uh-huh. the book. So, what flags were there? Any of the flags that you wanted to discuss directly, or you wanted to go over all of them? Well, you can go through all of them. Um, I think that there's some validity in all of them. I think we. I don't know if we need to do all thirty. In uh, <laughs> I mean, it's always we can always go over fifteen and then go over another fifteen for a part two. That's what I did. I just say, hey, do it, and then let's pick out. I would say let's pick out the less the lesser known. Like I think everybody knows gaslighting. You know um, what? Hold I think, up. I think everybody knows love bombing. Okay, hold on. That don't. Because those are hot button topics. Those, those are, hot button are right and now. you know what? And he's phrases. sitting here throwing words out that I'm supposed to address this month. Okay, I'm sorry. In separate episodes. Well, I mean, that's what I'm saying. So since you're going to address them <laughs> so in separate episodes, we don't have to then, talk about that. So we don't have to talk about those now. Okay, I'm about to pull up the and tell uh, uh, remind the listeners the name of the book. The name of the book is. Give me just a second. It is Psychopath Free. Psychopath Free, and it comes from the Psychopath Free dot com website. Yeah, you can get it on they, there. Yeah, you can get on there and like. Apparently, it's a community of support for people who have gone through um, dealing with a psychopath or narcissist with these particular red flag tendencies. Let me tell you something. Mm-hmm. Until you have dealt with that, um, it, it, it changes. It changes your whole life. Um, it really changes your whole life. Luckily, I think I've I've never dealt with a whole n- narcissist. Per se, like they haven't had all of the tendencies. They may have one thing here and there, and you know, you kind of. But I will talk about these the the whatever they the things that they do have. Um, but like I said, I think it'd be good for people to talk about the lesser known. Yeah. Um. One of the things that uh, I wanted to talk about, and I see, I did this these episodes alone so it'll be a little bit more in depth because i have someone to talk to me about it Mm -hmm. was that um, one of the red flags that a lot of people don't realize is a red flag is someone that compares you to other people and they use that as compliments and what i mean by that is um i'm gonna give an example i don't cook like that you know, if you follow me on Instagram, I made steak the other day, y'all. It was all right, too. But I don't, mm-hmm. I don't cook like that. You feel me? So, like, a person that used to deal with me or date me, they may get a new girlfriend and talk about the fact that, oh, you cook. Key ain't do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's constant comparison. That is not... 
ladies and fellas, because this goes both ways, we have to stop. We have to stop taking that as a compliment. Someone putting someone else down to make us feel better. Well, I'm not even sure if we take it. I don't even know if the people take it as a compliment because I didn't ask for it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? This ain't something I asked for. I didn't ask for um, you to tell me how I compare to your ex. Usually those compliments and, and comparisons are made and it's, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say, I think 50% of the time, the people, the psychopaths use it strategically. Mm-hmm. But then there are all those people who don't know that they're psychopaths and they are the ones that truly believe what they're saying and what they're doing. But I think that if you're dealing with a person, whether they knowingly are doing this or subconsciously are are doing this and making these comparisons, that needs to be a red flag where mm-hmm. you need to go ahead and, and get up out. Um, we had a young lady on our show um, this Monday, this past Monday, mm-hmm. um, two part episode part one was monday Uh, her name was elizabeth and she talked about how her ex what like i I read the book and her ex was all 30 flags. oh yes he was i listened to the episode he was all 30 flags like all of them (laughs) he fit all 30 of them when i say all of them i think he added like five additional flags yeah that ain't even on here right um and, and he one of the things he did to her was he compared her the ex before her right to her and said like hey you know she cheated on me Mm -hmm. she treated me like this she this she that you know what i'm saying so at the end of the day it's a situation where you know he knew what he was doing but i would like to believe he knew but i'm not sure if he did because i do believe that some people do these things but they're not they don't have malicious intent it's just who they are i'll tell you this some people. I don't believe that narcissists know they're narcissists. No, I don't. I don't. I believe because, okay, one of the main things that narcissism speaks about is not being able to t- hold yourself accountable, right? Mm-hmm. So if I'm not able to hold myself accountable. How do I know I'm a narcissist? How do I know that I'm wrong? How do I know that I'm um, doing things? Now, what I would say is there are people who know they're doing wrong. But still can't hold themselves Still refuse to hold themselves accountable See that's a different thing If you know you're wrong But you don't like to be seen as wrong Mm -hmm. That's different from somebody That truly does not see their fault But I just think that And the reason why they don't see their fault Is because it's so hard to look in the mirror And go You know what I'm a messed up person Yeah it is I'm just I have flaws I have faults And one of my faults is I'm not I'm just not a good person and that's the I think that's a tough thing for a lot of people to do is to pull themselves to the carpet, hold themselves accountable. Um, I I think in my in my past relationship, I, I have time and time again said that I was responsible for the I was responsible for the breakup. Uh, well, at least 50 percent responsible for the mm-hmm. breakup. Um, I did not prioritize her my kids i prioritize my job Mm -hmm. so over an eight-year span that'll wear on somebody right and she tried to talk to me about it but my thing was hey i gotta provide for this family one way or another Mm -hmm. and if it's the hustle and grind because shoot it really ain't much money coming in then that's what it is but i didn't see how it was affecting everything else right you know now she had some fault 
which, you know, she didn't take accountability for, still hasn't. But at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? I got to take accountability for myself. Can I ask you a question? Uh Uh-huh. Now, how long did it take you to be able to hold yourself accountable? Or was it something that you kind of knew? Um. I didn't know while I was going through it. I didn't know. And that's the thing I think about accountability is when you're in the moment, it's hard for you to say, it's hard for people to go, you know what? I was wrong in the moment so that you can change the behavior. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It took a drastic move on her part, which was to leave that sent me spiraling down a hole for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, that when I came out on the other side, I was able to look at myself and go, you know what? Yep. She should have left. Now, if you had the opportunity to do it again, would you do it over? No. Well, I mean, I, I know maybe I, I didn't just, ask it right. Well, well, I, I might've didn't ask the question. Right. Okay. I think I, let me say this. I think the, I know what you're trying to ask. Yeah. I'm sorry I if I said to, it wrong. No, you're wrong. You're fine. I mean, not let me say, you know, you're wrong. <laughs> I, I mean, you're fine. Um, I think that what I should have done, what what I should have done, could me have changing my behavior stopped the breakup? I don't know. So I can't, I can't engage in revisionist history. All I could do is say, I should have done better, mm-hmm. and maybe the outcome would have been different. Mm-hmm. But that's me holding myself accountable. Right. Now, there were some things within the relationship I was unhappy with that when we broke up, I was like, all right, cool. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't cool about it because I, I was hurting for a while. Right. So I'm not even going to discount that at all. Mm-hmm. And I blamed a whole bunch of it. I blamed 100% on me. But over time, I realized that there were things within it that I disliked and there was some fault that belonged on her doorstep. Mm-hmm. That until I think she can take accountability for, it'll be tough for like for me for the fact that I take accountability. Um, it's gonna be fine for me to move forward with somebody when I decide to do that because you I've, know what you did I know wrong, what I did so wrong. you know what to so, apply. Yeah, so when I get mm-hmm. to that point where I want to move forward with somebody, I'm able to do that. But I'm able to change my behavior, or, or my behavior has changed. Mm-hmm. Um, so. I, I can be the person that I was supposed to be the person she wanted me to be in some aspects. Cause there were some things I couldn't provide her with some things she's, she was looking for that I couldn't provide her with. Okay. So I guess my next question, I don't even know how to ask this. Hold on. Let me get my words together. Do you believe now y'all heard what I just said? I said, do you believe that means that he might be wrong with his beliefs. <laughs> could be, could be. But do you believe that you could have been toxic? Um, I believe so. Uh, what make made you feel like you were toxic based off of the thirty flags? What flags do you feel like apply to you? Any? <laughs> I don't think I was on that spectrum. Okay. I just think my toxic behavior was not prioritizing my relationship and putting and literally putting it third or fourth. 
and no matter how much and then the lack of listening to i think relationships communication is a part of relationships Mm -hmm. um communication understanding and i think as much as she tried to communicate with me i wasn't communicating with her in a sense of you could tell me whatever, but communication is me listening, actively listening. Right. And then making an application. Okay, Jose. And I wasn't. Y'all didn't catch that. I, no, see, they don't they know nothing about that. They don't know nothing about, about that. that. Y'all need to they slide over on Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it was the me actively listening and then applying. I was listening, but I was like, man, I got to do what I got to do. So I was dismissing her. I was dismissing her feelings. And I can't remember. That does. I think that does fit a flag. From out the book, I just can't recall which one. Um, but I was just dismissing her personal feelings, so to speak. And I probably should have addressed it. That's flag number 15, um, your feelings. But I feel like that's what you're talking about. But when you keep reading, it says your natural loving. Your natural loving compassion is transforming to something overwhelmed and it's panic and anxiety. And I don't feel like you gain nobody no anxiety. Oh, no, nah, no. Nah. Nah, I didn't overwhelm nobody. Nah, probably Mm-mm. not. But, <laughs> okay, now another flag I would like to discuss. This is a very important flag. I base my whole platform, this whole show, on trying to get y'all us, us, not to do this. And it's this person becomes your entire life. The reason why I want to talk about this is because. I talk about dating myself and, you know, like I encourage everyone, not just women, because I ended up with a lot more male followers than I expected to have. And I appreciate everyone that listens to the show, by the way. Shout out to you. Yeah. Shout out to all y'all. Y'all ain't reviewed, but shout out to (laughs) y'all. So with that being said, I encourage men as well as women to date themselves. And it's important to do that regardless of what your relationship status actually is. I ain't doing that. You're not dating yourself. I'm not going to date myself. Okay. Can I ask you another <laughs> question? What I look like going there? Um, I'll have a steak, please. So you don't go out alone? Uh, I feel like you've sat at the bar alone. If I'm out of town on a trip and I'm on business or whatever and I got to eat, yeah. I but think like the difference to, is you're not thinking about what you're doing. You're just, just going to, to get something to eat. Or I might, like I might, in the city that I live in, I might go to Applebee's and take out my laptop and go work. Like, that ain't taking myself on a date. That's me not wanting to be in the house and do this work and feeling like if I'm in the house, I'm going to go to sleep on that couch rather than <laughs> being sitting You know what? I would be a hypocrite if I let you sit on this show and you say this. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to challenge you. To what? To one date alone this month. Uh, and it nah. doesn't re- No Listen hear me out You uh, cannot do this on my show Do like, what? You can't do, go no, come over here And not take my advice I'm taking your advice You just look me in my face See y'all can't see this This should have been a visual <laughs> um, The next show I do with him Will be a visual Cause he be playing in my face But um <laughs> Take Okay mm-hmm. One date one and listen it's not it's, it don't even have to be something extravagant you know i be going all that you mm-hmm. ain't got to do that you can go sit at the bar get you one drink because you got to drive home and i don't promote drinking and driving on this show without your laptop without your macbook without your phone 
You know how whack that. It looks like I'm a creeper. Like no, going it doesn't. To the, it looks like if I'm going it's to Sunday, the, it looks like I'm going to the bar to try to pick no, up somebody. If it's football Sunday, and you at the bar watching the game, you look like a man watching the game. Okay, I will. I I, I I'll, I'll let you know how it goes if I decide to. How about that? I could give you a. I'll think about it. Okay, that's Just, the best I could do for you. That's right now. that's the best you can do. I'll take that. I, I'll think about it. That's what I could give. You. Because I do encourage everyone that listens to me. I'll be honest. I had a friend tell me <laughs> over the weekend it was, it was horrible. <laughs> I was held accountable. I haven't been dating myself recently. I haven't been doing self care. I haven't been doing all of the things that I usually do. And I I suffer from seasonal seasonal depression. And my father's birthday is at the end of September. And usually I start spiraling after his birthday because then after September, then you got November, then you got Thanksgiving, and then you got Christmas, and then you got New Year's. And it's like, uh, be easy. Shout out to be easy. Like when I first started my show and I would record with him, I would cry every session. Like I would cry every single time I recorded with him to the point that he has a thing of tissue right by his station because I cried just that much and I said all that to say I was talking to a good friend of mine and I was saying how I was so sad like I just didn't know what was going on I didn't feel the need to get out of my bed like I hadn't been out of bed besides working for like a week and he said to me you're a hypocrite he didn't use those exact words. It was a couple of days ago. I can't remember exactly what he said. But he said, I'm going to hold you accountable because you want us to listen to your show and prioritize ourselves. But you always make us excuses and put yourself on the back burner. You don't do what you need to do for you. Y'all, I I had an attitude a little bit because I, I mean, when you're not ready to receive something, it does seem like an attack when it first comes. So I was like, mm. But what are you talking to You know what I'm saying Like But then at the same time It was like I knew he was right You know Like I knew he was right So I tried to get dressed That day To leave the house And I just didn't have The energy to leave So That next morning I got dressed I didn't even give myself time To talk myself out of it And I went to the gym And I did that for me For some people Y'all may not feel like That was a date But like listen The gym is a thing (laughs) And it is self care So I went to the gym And I started my week off right But I said all that to say You You can't Get so Involved with someone Until everything they do Like you're wrapped up into that And what happens is If y'all fall apart You don't have anything Mm -hmm. You're lost Like, you don't have anything. So that's why I always, you know, I don't want anybody to think that this show is for single people because it's actually not. This show is for people that just want to be better overall. And you, I want you to build healthy connections with everyone in your life. Friendships, romantic relationships, you know, anything. But also, I'm trying to get you to build healthy connections with yourself. Mm -hmm. So... Like I said, don't let that person becomes the center of your universe. Another thing that I feel like we shouldn't have to talk about this. But this is too common. Isolation. Yeah. Isolation is a big one. Well, I know somebody who's like going through that right now. Like their like their significant other is bit by bit 
like just stripping away their support system. And that's and but that's how they do it. It's a slow grind. Let me tell you, I don't talk. See, y'all think I be telling my business. I be telling y'all a little bit of my business. You feel me? But I don't go into depth like I could. Now, I had a relationship some years ago. I say years ago. It's an S on it. I had a relationship some years ago. And the man I was in a relationship with was a narcissist. Like, when I say... (laughs) He was insane, but I didn't know it in the beginning. Mm -hmm. You know, like, of course, because one of the flags is, you know, they paint this picture. They look so perfect. And then they change into somebody totally opposite of what you thought they were. Mm -hmm. So... He turned me against my mom. Like me and my mom, we always already had like tension. We've 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 had like we've had like back and forth like tension and um like problems communicating ever since I could remember, ever since I was a teenager actually. And it didn't take much to turn me against my mom. Like he did all he could. That was the first person. You know, and mm-hmm. I'm an only child, so I didn't have no semblance. So he started with my mom. And then he started with my friends. He would tell me little things about my friends, like they was jealous of us. They they didn't want us to be together, mm-hmm. like all kind of stuff, and make it seem like you know, um, all I needed in my life was him. I didn't need anybody else. So what happened was, I started falling back from my friends. Me and my mama fell out. Didn't talk for months. I was already not really talking to any of my family members. So then. He really came, became everything in like my best friend, everything in one because I didn't have nobody else. So when he started verbally abusing me, because it didn't start off with him hitting me, it started mm-hmm. emotional at first. So when he started verbally abusing me, I didn't have anybody to talk to. I didn't I didn't trust to go to anybody because I didn't burn all these bridges. Mm-hmm. Like before I knew it, when when it became physical. I was afraid to reach out. I, I still had that that thought in my mind, like nobody's gonna believe me, and also maybe I deserve this because I turned my back on my loved ones for him. Mm. So I just really, I don't know what would have happened if I would have reached out to my support system, but I went through that for a while by myself because I felt like I couldn't have nobody um, help me out, and I think he did that. Well, I don't think he did that on purpose. Strategically. Hmm. I can see that. I think people, um, a lot of the times, we don't fully understand. We can't see what's going on right in front of us because we're blinded mm-hmm. um, by our feelings. And that's why I say, like, narcissists and psychopaths, they do a great job of, see, they're not going to come out and do it, like, all at once. Mm-hmm. It's not like, boom, you got to do this, you got to do that, you got to do this. It's going to be, like, before you know it, it's going to be... Cause I ain't got no friends. Ain't got nobody. Because like I ain't gonna front. Like I went through that some years back, um, where I didn't even realize what she was doing. But like she was different. Like she would make it so uncomfortable when my friends came around mm-hmm. that my friends just stopped coming around. And so by the time we got to say into the last year of us being together. Literally, I would have like maybe one friend that would come through, and nothing but her friends and family, because everybody else was like, "Yo, 
I'm not going over there. I don't want to be over there. Like, we still cool. But if you got something at your house, I ain't coming. Mm-hmm. If she going to be somewhere with you, I stopped getting invited to stuff because I would have to bring her. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so I've been through something similar. It wasn't no, nothing to your degree of what you went through. So I don't want to compare at all. But um, I do know the feeling of losing friends due to the person that you're with. And like I said, they're masters at it being slow. Yeah. You like it's a slow burn. It's like a candle. Like they're gonna take a little by it, little. It, it's little bit by little, little bit. Little by little. Mm-hmm. Little by little until you turn around and it's nothing but them. Right. You know what I'm saying? And then by that point you stuck. Because the embarrassment that you feel mm-hmm. when you sitting there and you think about how you treated your friends and your family. Yep. It I said on one of my shows one time, I said one of the most severe emotions, like one of the most, for me, the biggest emotion that you can feel is embarrassment. Mm -hmm. And like that's if I can compare how I felt when the abuse first started happening, like your guest on Monday's show, she talked about um, he went through her phone. Mm-hmm. And he was going through her phone, um, looking at stuff from years ago and just judging her and, um, you know, making opinions about her. And I actually had an ex. Let me tell y'all. This is why you got to be careful when you got phone plans with people. You got to be real careful. <laughs> because this was my phone. Like, the phone was in my name. You feel me? But, yeah. like, he had the login information. But who and, fault is that now? Well, I mean, he was paying his part. But I'm just saying. Ain't no, ain't no. I mean... What we not gonna do is judge me, okay, right now, cause I'm not one of the flags, okay, okay. But I do take accountability that he probably did have too much freedom mm-hmm. with the phone plan, cause homeboy, when we broke up, he logged on to Sprint dot com, and he was tracking my iPhone on the website. <laughs> so like he would see me, like see where I was, and when we broke up. I started dating someone else. And when I started dating someone else, if he ever saw me in a certain time, like a certain part of town, Mm -hmm. he would blow my phone up. Like he'd always blow my phone up. And um, I would answer the phone and he'd be like, well, where's my child? And I'm like, um, I don't have the child right now. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm, I'm, I'm out right now. And he would, he would do it. And finally he admitted to me. He was like, I see you. You on Irby street. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> Y'all, I went to T-Mobile so fast. I was like, I don't know what I got to do. This this my phone. Like, I slid myself from under the phone plan. Leave him over there. Just give me yeah, give me, give me my freedom back. Because I, I, w- I felt so terrified uh-huh. by, like, somebody just watching where I was at all times. Like, I, I felt... I can't I can't even put into words how I felt but I got a new phone like like the next day like I got paid to. yeah cuz I was just like okay something ain't up with that Yeah nah we got to get out of here cuz like so y'all a lot of times I'm I'm not even going I'm not even going to lie I listened to the relationship status show on Monday and the show was so triggering for me based off of some of the things that I've been through in past relationships that I had to keep turning it off because it was just like, I'm sitting here, I'm yelling at the phone and I'm like, oh my God, these are, these are like 
big flags, but then I had to think about it. Did I see those flags before mm-hmm. it turned physical? I don't think I did. Because if I would have saw those flags beforehand, I would have left. No, I don't think you would have. I, I think that when we're in a lot of times when we're in this in the stage of love and blindness and all of that, we ignore what's right there in front of us. And I think that sometimes we're either not mature enough to understand what's going ha- going on mm-hmm. because you were young. And, yeah. And the stage you hadn't, I was early 20s. Yeah. So you hadn't lived enough life to mm-hmm. understand, to fully understand what you were looking at and what you were seeing. And, and that's why when I, when I hear like older women or older men, the late 30s, early 40s, passing red flags, I see that as them going through desperation. Mm-hmm. And saying, "Hey, I can fix this person at my age, at my age, and you know everybody ain't perfect, so I'm gonna try to work through this, and I'm gonna try to work through this person, um, and I'm gonna try to help this person." People love projects. Listen, you know I don't, I, that word is very triggering for me. What a project? <laughs> yes, people love a project. People love. <laughs> I, I can't stand I, a project, could, and I got, don't want to be now no uh, more. No, hold on now, <laughs> but but ain't, ain't this what people say? But she got so much potential And he got so much potential He's so smart Like if he put his mind to it Like all I gotta do is give him All I gotta do is give him a push All I gotta do you is give him some motivation You know when I say that What you saying What I say that about my child No but Don't that sound childlike when you say it Like think about what you just said I know, I And you a teacher listen, listen, Think about what you just said I Don't nobody want no project I don't got time for it. But what you're saying about like the potential, the people, yeah. it doesn't. It sounds it actually sounds real childish to say that. I tell I tell my basketball players. I say you got a lot of potential, but potential means you ain't did. I use an explicit. You ain't did nothing yet. That's all potential is. Potential just means you ain't did nothing yet. And at the end of the day, what is it that you're gonna? What is it that your potential is gonna get you? Absolutely nothing if you don't. You if you don't do what you're supposed to, to do, bank. you can't. Well, you, well, you yeah, reject it. It don't pay no bills. It don't. You get rejected really, really quickly. Now I have another red flag. I don't know if you ever been through this, but I have. Have you ever been through triangulation? Oh man, I read it. Remind remind me what triangulation is. When they is. surround themselves with former lovers and anyone else who provides them with extra attention like exes or um i would say i haven't been uh i haven't been in the situation but you've seen it i haven't seen it but i can say like i don't it wasn't done purposely but i'm actually i've actually have good relationships with the majority of my exes Uh uh-huh and there's a chance that like dating like if you end up in a relationship with me there's times where you'd end up in the room with people. I think you don't. Okay. But that, that wasn't that's done not, purposely. See, that's not what this is. When it talks about a red flag, that's <laughs> not what it means. Because you're saying that your friend, you, you have built friendships with people from oh, your yeah. past, but you're not sleeping with them. No, not currently, no. You're not, you're not looking to them for extra attention, right? Mm-mm. What this is basically talking about is they use those people to get attention when you're not giving them any attention and then they use it against you. Okay. That is what it said. Okay. I remember now. Well, I think those people that do that, like just like everybody else, all these other red flags, but specifically 
those people, there's an insecurity within them. Oh, yeah. That they are trying to fulfill. And the only way they can do that, like I, I think on, on our episode, um, we told the girl that we asked her if she felt like her ex dated up. And so it went on part one. I ain't hear that. <laughs> we it's, it's gonna it be, part be two. part two because I listened today. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, we asked her if we felt like she dated up. I mean, that he dated up because she's like this. She makes bread. She she's travels the world. She travels the world. She's beautiful. She's a, a beautiful looking young lady. She has a nice voice. Um, she's she she gets it. Like you know what I'm saying. And she hustles like. I think today she flew out at five in the morning to head to New York because she has an event. She's doing an event, a big event. She's actually working on the biggest sports event, the most watched sports event. I really felt like she was talking about the Super Bowl. Oh, she couldn't I think, say that. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Yeah, she, she just say. couldn't say that. Yeah, but I mean, she's actually one of the people that's like hands on with that stuff. So. And he wasn't. He's not that. He he's in like IT, I think, or whatever. And we asked if he dated up, and so because he was dating up, he had to break her down. Mm-hmm. So that instead of him having to level up, he had to bring her down, which was what he did. He had to break her down, and by doing all of those different little things to her, it broke her down to come down to his level. Right. So that he wouldn't have to be a better man. He could just be who he was mm-hmm. and bring her down to him. And she was like, you know what? That makes sense. You know, and, and she, you could start to see her wheels start to turn and say how it made sense. Um, the, I went through that. <laughs> um, I've been sitting here listening to you talk, trying to figure out how I was going to word this particular. Um, I went through that. <laughs> I I I oof, I went through that. I didn't realize that I was going through it. It's it's a it's a crazy situation because I didn't realize it was going on, um, uh, until <laughs> the end of the particular situation and some stuff came out, and, and? I. I, I uh, I'll just say that when you're dealing with a situation and you're dealing with a man that's like juggling multiple women or that's trying to make you feel uh, inferior, because I remember arguing with my ex. We were not together at the time. And um, I had found out he was sleeping with somebody that he told me he wasn't sleeping with. And, um, you know, me being at that time, I was healing. I was not healed. And I said some things out of my mouth that I probably should not have said. And um, I said, I said, <laughs> I'm trying to clean it up because this show clean. I said, um, so you couldn't do better than that. So you you don't pull bad you don't, you don't, you don't pull baddies like you just juggle whatever. I never forget his response back to me. He was like. How do I clean this up? We need a beep button, like a like a curse word. Um, we've been asking Yusuf for this. Well, how about if I use an explosion? No. No? That's too traumatic. It's too traumatic? Okay. <laughs> All right, well, go ahead. Okay, so he told me, he said, you ain't seen half the bees that I'm effing with yet. Wow. But you, he said, but you will. Wow. I'll make sure you see 
who the next one is. And I guarantee you, the hoes that I got, they can do way more than you can. They they can cook, they can this, they can that. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and when he said all that, you know, like, let me tell y'all, y'all, I was I was not in a good place emotionally, but it was something about him saying those words to me that like it just kind of like because. <laughs> I was really sad when we was having a conversation through text, but it was like, it was something about him saying, you ain't even seen half the bees that I'm effing with yet. You going to see them. I got bad hoes. And when he said it, it was like a switch. That just, I was like, mm. I got up because I was in the bed. I got up. I took a shower. I went, I grabbed my purse. I remember my mama asking me where I was going. I was like, I'm going to enroll in school. Mm-hmm. She like you. You going to do what? Mm-hmm. I say yeah. I'm 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 going to school. Um, I'm gonna be back. And she said, "Wait, you're what?" I said, "It's July. School start in September. I need to go sign up today. I'll be back." <laughs> I went and I enrolled in school. I had started a job like the next week. Like, I don't know what it was about him saying those words to me, but it was like, instead of it breaking me, like he thought it was going to break me. It did something else for me. Like it just, it, it forced me to get up and think about who I really was because a real, I'm not a man and I can't really tell you what a real man is. But what I can tell you is someone that loves you, that truly loves you, they're not going to belittle you. They're not going to try to make you feel like you're nothing. And it was something about him saying, like, because it was the fact that he said that he had hoes. Like, like that was supposed to do something for me. You understand what I'm saying? Like, that was supposed to yeah. motivate me to run after you. I don't want you and you got badder hoes. <laughs> I had to say it like that Cause he said the B word He didn't say hoes I'm I'm trying to clean it up mm-hmm. It's like you think That's gonna make me jealous You just turn me off I don't want no dealings With a man that's dealing With other women And I'm aware of it True true. Like true. So when it comes to like That triangulation Like I remember Having Beef Or I won't say beef Because You know um, Lil' Kim told us what beef was and that wasn't what it was no but i remember like having like malice or like like bad like i won't say malice either that's too strong i had problems with people that i didn't know based off of something that somebody a man said to me and when i realized when he said that, i'm like oh. <laughs> you know what it's like it just woke me i'm just oh. like I can sit on this show and I said this on the diary of the mean girl and I really mean this. Say what you mean. I say what I mean and I mean what I say. Say what you just. Okay. I said this on the show, diary of the mean girl. If you haven't heard that, I had the beautiful Kate Antoinette on that one. On that particular episode, I said, I have never had an encounter with a woman (laughs) that disliked me, Mm -hmm. that knew me. Okay. Except for one. It was one and she that that was over a man too. She actually did know me. We had like a run in or something like that. But and I was like 17. But other than that, I've never really had like problems with people that I if they I don't think you could count high school stuff. That's high school. So so I can honestly sit here and say it's never happened. I've never had drama with people that I knew. Yeah, because that's yeah 17. You know, anything, anything before college, anything before. 
So when did you move to South Carolina? 2000. Oh, yeah, that still count. You still from New York. Never mind. Yeah, I know. I'm, I know. I, I, did, I was I, trying to flip it. I was trying to flip it. Nah, I was 21 when I got here. Yeah, you yeah, you nah, good. You yeah, good. You still in New York? Yeah, yeah, I'm from New York. I'm from New York. <laughs> yeah. But um, I didn't move here when I was like five. Yeah. And still claim it. Yeah. And, and then tell us how you hate it here. Wearing a Yankee fitted. No, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna get me canceled? <laughs> no, that ain't no shot at nobody. I ain't throw no shot. <laughs> don't no shout at nobody. It's a bunch of people down south got here when they was like five, and they don't even sound like. And they don't even New sound York. like. Yeah, what's up, Bo? Man, shut your. <laughs> Wait, you say y'all? Who me? Yeah, I catch. I mean, I've been here long enough the way you. I don't think you say y'all. I never heard it. Uh no, I try not to, but I I think that I ain't I never heard you say no Bo. We're a little bit off topic, <laughs> but I mean, like. If you, they tourists when they go home. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yo, before they... <laughs> this is why I can't have guests that often because I be all over the place. <laughs> before the end of next year, I'm going to go to New York. Y'all remember I told y'all that I'm going to go to New York and I'm going to tell y'all how my experience is because... Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna tell y'all because I just want to be a tourist. Yeah, I'm gonna be a tourist. Mm-mm. That's what I'm gonna be. I ain't gonna speak because when I went to Jersey, they told me to start speaking to people. Uh, you got to go with somebody. Like you got to go with a with a native. You got to go with a New York native, somebody who's gonna get you in the spots that you need, take you to the good spots. I just want to eat some of the best food in the world. <laughs> That's what I heard, and I want to go to Chicago too. See, we all the way off subject. Okay, okay back, back to back the to, thirty yeah, flags. We're running up on time. Okay. All right. So another, I, I dealt with this. <laughs> I, I dealt with this in my most recent relationship. Actually, it was, it said the qualities they once claimed to admire about you suddenly become glaring false. Have you ever dealt with that? Uh, yes and no. Yes and no. Um, Cause y'all know I can't cook So when you start talking about the fact I can't cook later on That's gonna piss me off Like whoever <laughs> Like if If I go into this And you be like Baby You ain't gotta cook I know I know I got it And then afterwards You go do a whole show About the fact I didn't cook in the house I'm gonna be pissed Not you Well it depends But that on, did happen to me But I'm just saying It <laughs> depends on if It depends on how How Like If you portray me As a person who like don't do nothing I wasn't this I wasn't that I wasn't this I wasn't that But you ate every night Went never hungry The lights was always on You know what I'm saying Like Of course I'm gonna bring up the fact that Yo Cause like I cooked every day So what are you talking about What did you not do That's mm, We'll talk about that later. Off air That's an off air conversation Oh wow I'm, I'm You know Sometimes you gotta move on from things out your life Oh yeah, you got something to drink. You got to clean it out your closet. Oh yeah, I had posted the other day. Did you, you see clean it? out the closet, man? Did you see? It? Don't 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 don't. You can't. You know why? You know why you move when you move into a new house? Why? Whole new closet over there. It is, but you it don't, don't work if you take all the same clothes. Oh, over you can't there. take all the stuff over there. You got to leave that stuff in the house. No, you know what I do? I start all the way over. Mm-hmm. New furniture, and new everything. New, new, all I need new, a new bed, everything. And that what y'all said. I said all new everything. 
Oh, don't do that. Don't do what? I don't. I don't like your southern lingo. Okay. Your southern. I'm accent. trying. I'm a little bit more southern. I go home. They be like, "Man, you country." Oh like, no. Oh yeah, they, you don't understand it, the ripping I be taking. But I. So you say you ain't never dealt with it? Nah, not really. I, I can say I, I haven't. Not really. So, if I go to bed every night with sweatpants on, right? Two years into the relationship, you seeing how. You ain't sexually attracted to me because I have sweatpants on, Bruh, I always had sweatpants on. You feel me? Like it's well, like I mean, I, well, okay, there's some things, but that's why I think you got to say some things up front. I mean, if you like, I like personally, me, I don't like for a woman to sleep with a bonnet on. <laughs> that's so funny. Too. <laughs> I can't. I, I'm so sorry. I don't like for a woman I'm to sleep so with a bonnet sorry. on. Sorry, that is so funny. Like. I don't want to see that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to see that. Like, I don't really care for it. Like, I ain't telling you what to do, but I don't like when girls have, when women have braids. Like, I ain't, I can't tell you what to do. You know, I used to be more staunch on these points now. Okay. I used to be, like, back in the day, I'll break up with you if you showed up with braids. <laughs> You show Yo, braids, I, I break up. Mic, <laughs> I break up with you. Uh, no fashion sense. I'm out of here, son. So, you know, you can help her a little bit. Not nah, like how? How? You it depends. It depends on how bad here, the fashion I, sense or is. I'm not here is to she change. all the way off. I'm not here to change you. I'm here to make you better. Exactly. I'm not yeah. gonna hurt you. I'm gonna help you. Yeah, but some people can't take that. Some people try. Some people when you when you feel like you're trying to help, you gotta understand the things that. The things that I'm speaking about mm-hmm. are my opinion, mm-hmm. so they're not someone else's opinion of themselves. So, and and my, so to speak, my likes in the person that I'm dealing with physically, because at the end of the day, it's shallow as crap. Like I, I, I know that it's shallow, but I'm gonna be real with you. But about like about myself and men, I got a thing with men too. What you mean? I don't want to see a guy. Don't go to the store. Like don't leave your house with flip flops and socks on. If you if you gonna have flip flops and socks on, you might as well put on some sneakers. You should. You're right. You're right. You see what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. it's little things that irk me. Little things. But when it comes to women, that's like a lot of stuff like that get on my nerves. That you know I've learned to live with. I'm in an older stage, and I understand that you people can't. But the bonnet, like if you sleep next to me with a bonnet on, like don't be surprised if like you wake up in the morning and it's off. No, now that it's off, you can't find it. Well, you gonna snatch it off? I must. I must strategically throughout the night <laughs> remove the bonnet. What if our hair get messed up? I'm be like, I don't know what happened. <laughs> Are you gonna help pay for it? Pay for what? Her new hairdo. What new hairdo? Obviously, if she got a bonnet on, I did not it, listen. You got to wear a bonnet. But I'm saying this: you got to prove to me. But I'm all the way natural. You got to prove to me that I was the reason why your bonnet ain't there. If you can't, if I, hey, you if see. you can't prove to me, you better hope your nobody listen. ain't listening to this show that listen, because obviously you stealing bonnets around here. I'm not stealing bonnets. I don't keep them. So you discard them? They gotta go somewhere. They ain't staying. Oh my here. god, this is horrible. <laughs> this is a red flag. <laughs> Shoot. Stay I know here. you lying. That bonnet ain't staying. Yusuf. What? <sighs> but but to my defense, 
There is no defense no, here. No, to my to my defense. Did you tell her you didn't like the bonnet first? Up front. I said up front. So at this point, now you just being blatantly disrespectful. That's mad disrespectful. Yeah, exactly. Right. I, my point on it is this. All right. Right now, I'm at a stage where it's not a relationship. It's not. We don't live together. Mm-hmm. So if you stay over, it's periodic. Mm-hmm. Because I really, I really don't like people staying with my kids. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I just don't want them seeing that mm-hmm. coming up. So if I'm only seeing you, but so often, it's one night, maybe two. You can't go without your bonnet for maybe one, maybe two nights every other week. Tops for me, because like if I wear a do rag, you ain't gonna see me with a do rag going to bed. You know what I'm saying? Like you gotta. I I get what you're saying. I don't I don't wear a bonnet, so I can't. Okay, the only time I, thing, the only time I, I wear rule. a bonnet is when I have bundles or something like that. I got another rule. Mm-hmm. Whatever you came here looking like, minus the makeup, you got to leave here looking like. What do you mean? Okay, you got to go to bed looking like. And what I mean by that is, if you came over here and your lashes is extra long. Oh my God, Yosef! Do not take them lashes off in the middle of the night. Because if I see them on the dresser, I'm gonna think it's a roach or an ant or something done crawled in there, and I don't know how my reaction gonna be. Uh-huh. What? I gotta get myself together. <laughs> what? Hold on. Hold on. You gonna get some? I'm gonna get some hate mail. You gonna get some hate emails? It's a key at. <laughs> <laughs> and okay. fellas, if you with me, man, you email too. If you with me. Okay, so what we like? Okay, so all right. So hold on. Okay, I'm trying to get myself together. I mean, there's more stuff. Like I got more. Like, if you come in to see me, I would really appreciate it if your bra and panties match. I'd appreciate it. Shows you put some effort in. Everybody don't wear panties. And for those who don't, that works too. But I... And then... Don't come over here in your grandma drawers. Stay home with that. Leave that home. We all should put our best foot forward. I ain't gonna wear holy drawers on the day you come over. I'm put my best foot forward. I'm really trying to gather myself. Give me a second. Okay. Because I don't know how to respond to this. Because what I'm saying makes sense. It does make sense. Okay, back to what I was talking about. Okay, back to what you're talking about. <laughs> would that be something that you would be, all of these things that you just said, they are things that you verbalized beforehand, right? Mm-hmm. So you it wouldn't classify as the red flag because it's not something that you act like you liked at one point and then later you like oh I hate no braids. I don't like it. So I can respect that. Yeah, I tell for the start. I don't like it now. If I don't like it and I choose to stay through it, I can't talk trash about it. I can't say nothing about it because, and at this age I don't. But I do let it be known. Now what you choose to do with what you know. Is what it is. So, like for me, 
they say like you should whatever it is you want you need to you need to be that mm-hmm. well I'm trying to lose weight so I'm heavy, I'm a little bit on the heavier side for me so even if you're on the heavier side at least if you're working on yourself I can deal with that mm-hmm. because you're working on yourself mm-hmm. now if you're not and you coming over and be like, hey, you want a cheeseburger? You bring me one and you got four? That's a problem. Because I'm out there trying to walk and exercise and stuff like that. So I'm trying to be what it is. And I'm not taking what it is from you up front if you're doing what you're supposed to do. Right. If you're doing what you are doing to better yourself. You don't have to be. You ain't got to, you know, have a size four waist or three waist or whatever it is. I don't know what's good here. It's definitely not a four or a three. Okay, I don't know. Like a 28. No, I'm saying. The, no, you don't want it that small. What do you want, an ant? No, I'm just saying. I don't know what. I'm, I don't know women's I'm a, sizes. I'm going to tell you later. Okay. This is not right. Okay. All right. <laughs> That's not right. But I'm just saying, I think that what happens is people don't, they don't make those, they don't say those things up front. Mm-hmm. And then they, it starts to chip away at them the whole entire time. Yeah. You know, now, I'm not going to tell you now college high school I think the first time it happened <laughs> girl had braids in the hair she came I got my hair done I walked off didn't talk to her for the whole day what's your issue she called me with braids she called me and I said hello she said what was wrong with you today I said you got braids in your hair right now she said, yeah, I hung up the phone. She called me back. I said, what do you want? I said, I told you I don't like braids. And you got them anyway. So why are you wearing these braids? We don't go together. Now, when they come out, we can go back together again. By the time she got them out, I was with somebody else. So I, was, I had to move on. But that was a younger me. I have progressed. So how do you handle braids now? You get them, you get them. I don't like it. <laughs> but you, if you get them, you get them. What? I'm never doing another show with you that's not what? a visual. What? Ever again. What? This should have been recorded. What? I mean, and I know somebody going to write in, and I know who I'm... There's two people who going to call me tomorrow, call me when this drops. Anybody? Nah, yo, you sound... Why was I you know saying, exactly who it is. Why was you saying that on the show? <laughs> <laughs> the both of them. I'm gonna get one call at like six, and I'm gonna get the other call at like ten. And the both of them. Shouts out to my brothers. I know they're gonna call me, and they're gonna be on me about what I say because every every episode they call me and say, "Man, why you say that?" But at the end of the day, um, I'm not gonna deny who I am. Well, that's what you. I mean, I'm gonna be proud of who I am. Be proud of who you are. Oh, and because I, I, you are enough I give you a fact I've had exes Who used to wear braids Before we got together Did not wear braids The entire time we were together Now I'm not saying I had anything to do with that All I'm saying is I communicated my Like if you tell me There's something you dislike mm-hmm. Let's say I had Let's say I was always Getting A bald head mm-hmm. And you said Well you know I really don't like The bald look so you would change it? I would. 
So, okay, in a situation. I have, because I, I remember one time I tried to do the ball thing. Mm-hmm. You didn't like it? No, it wasn't me. Your partner didn't like it? Oh, she didn't like it. She was like, oh, no, 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 no. That does not, your head doesn't look <laughs> right like that. Okay, so I'm going to say this. For the people that's still listening and didn't cut it off because she pissed you <laughs> off, I can agree with you in that. If you'll give just as much as your partner, meaning that if your partner decides not to get braids anymore because you don't care for them, mm-hmm. but in the same in the same breath, if it's something that she doesn't like or it's something that she does like and she she wants you to implement it and you'll give her mm-hmm. that same thing, mm-hmm. then that's fine. I feel like it's 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 but healthy. I, th- I think that, and I, I I know I'm overdoing it with the braids, but it's it's kind of a fun thing to mess with. I'm I'm for real about it, but. You know, it's kind of a fun thing to kind of talk about. It's, it's all funny games. But I think the broader scope of it, I think that in relationships, people don't listen to each other. Right. And if, and that was one of my mistakes. I talked about it early in the show. It's one of my mistakes with my ex was me not listening to her and what she needed. Mm-hmm. And that was my part in the demise of said relationship. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're not listening to the part your partner on what they want, whether it's shoot, sometimes people want to try stuff sexually, right? And you such a prude that you like, I ain't doing that. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? Whatever you don't do, somebody else will. Somebody else will, mm-hmm. and it comes a point where is it right? No, it's not mm-hmm. at all. Cheating is never right. But even if you say, "Hey, look," if you don't cook. Right, and and your husband's always cooking, always cooking, always cooking, always cooking. Mm-hmm. You know how appreciative he'd be, he would be if he came home from work and you cooked one day, right? And especially if he's been telling you, "Hey, look, I'm tired when I come right. in." You know, is it? Can you can you please just maybe one day out the week can you cook, mm-hmm. or can you provide dinner in some form or fashion? It's an appreciation that means it's showing that you you're heard, mm-hmm. and I think psychopaths and narcissists just to bring it back full circle they do not listen because it's about them yeah i feel like with narcissists they are so self-absorbed so they don't really understand anything that doesn't benefit them Mm -hmm. and that is why they don't have successful relationships that's why they isolate you because it's them 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 that's why they make it where your whole life is centered around them that's why when you start to do better they start bringing up other women or other men to make you start feeling inferior or like you're not enough because they don't you know some of them because they have like this arrogance about them. But I do agree with what you what you said earlier in the show about there being some insecurities mm-hmm. there as well. Yeah. So it was a full circle like a, a narcissist or, or a psychopath. They're more concerned about the relationship and what it's going to do for them. Yeah, well, I dated somebody who was not a narcissist, but had narcissistic tendencies narcissistic qualities mm-hmm. and loving individual but it was extremely selfish mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying so you can be a nice person and be selfish oh yeah you can you know what I mean mm-hmm. so I just think that some people know and a lot don't a lot
lot of people don't know. Well, I'm hoping that this particular episode, um, I hope that you guys listen. And if there, if you're in a situation where some of the flags that we discussed, because it's 30 flags, I discussed all 30 um, on the two episodes that I did, but it's 30 flags. We just picked out a few and discussed them with amongst each other. But if you're in a situation where uh, you're dealing with this, um, I hope that you get the strength to get out of it before it turns into something that you can't get out of. Also, if you're listening to this and some of it you relate to because you're doing it, I hope you listen to the show and you care enough about yourself and you care enough about your partner to actually correct that. Mm -hmm. But we have to, when we see these tendencies or we see these red flags, women, men, I'm going to tell you something. All right. Don't ignore them. Because we say, well, well, everybody's not perfect. This and the third. Speak up. Mm-hmm. Acknowledge the red flag. Talk to the person. Hey, look, I just want to let you know what you did. This is a red flag for me. Mm-hmm. Address it in the moment. Mm-hmm. And at that point, now you're opening dialogue. Now you're not compiling flag upon flag upon flag. It's we're going to address this issue. As it happens, so now it's up to this person. Now you get to find out what type of person this is. Right. Now you get to find out if this is a narcissist or a mm-hmm. psychopath, or if this is just a person who just has some narcissistic tendencies right. that they may not know about. Mm-hmm. So you go ahead, and because you're addressing it and communicating it, if this person is a person that just has some tendencies, They'll change they, it. they monitor and adjust. Mm-hmm. And now, not only that, but now they kind of gain a little respect for you mm-hmm. because you opened your mouth and I'm not saying shut it down and be rolling your neck and rolling your eyes and all of that and getting an attitude or fellas yelling and screaming and all of that. And no, mm-hmm. Hey, look, when you did this, it's a red flag for me because even if you got to open up the door about your past, the last time I dealt with somebody who did this, this is what they were doing. Right. So this is a red flag for me. Now, I'm not saying that this is what you're doing. I'm just saying it's a red flag for me. Mm -hmm. So how can we work through this? How can we discuss this? How can we make these things? How can we change whatever's happening? Rather than ignoring the flags, like I told told Elizabeth on the show, she just ran past all the flags. Like Like all of them. She was just just, running like like a marathon. You was on the golf course just running. Like just, (laughs) just, you know what I'm saying? Like you just passed all of them. And, you know, you very unique story. Like I'm pretty certain there's other people out there with the same story, but it had my mind blown for the two hours she was on the show. Um, but anyway, um, enough of that. I just say, just if you, if you see the red flag, address it then, because all that ends up happening is you end up passing all of these and then you end up feeling dumb. Right. At the end of it all, talking about some, I had, I, I should have left. I should have left. I should have left. Lord, oh. I should have left him. Oh my God. Oh my God. I should have left her. I knew she was all about money and, and you know, and, and it wasn't about love. It, whatever it is, it's a, it's a red flag for you. It don't have to be one of these 30. It could mm-hmm. be something else that's a red flag for you or a trigger. Mm-hmm. And you need to address it. At that time And not let it fester Because the only way is, That's the only way You're going to find out Whether you're going to be Wasting time or not With right. this person How they um How they pay attention To how it makes you feel Exactly mm-hmm. You know Time is the most expensive Thing in the world It is It's the one thing You can't get back And can't Mm-mm. I can make my money back Can't get time back You can't mm-hmm. 
So, Yusuf? Yes, ma'am. Can you tell the people where they can find you? You can find me in the trap. It's going. Oh no. Um, <laughs> no, nah, you can find me um, on Instagram at Yosh in the building. Um, please follow me. Or well, I'm. Are you approving people? I approve you depending on who you are. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, then uh, <laughs> you could follow the podcast R E L S T A T podcast on all podcast on all social media platforms. Um, you could catch us every Monday and Wednesday. Me, my co on Mondays, me, my co-host CL and my co-host Neek. And then on Wednesdays for right now, we're doing the review of Married at First Sight, uh, with me, Key, of course, uh, Jen of the Very Necessary Podcast, and Big Jeff. Uh, uh, Big Muffins, Big muffins. <laughs> uh, You can catch us on uh, Wednesdays or Thursdays live on Facebook Through the Relationship Status Facebook page Go ahead follow us Give us a 5 star rate Let us know how you like it Okay well he told y'all we, Y'all can find him at If you are not following me on Instagram yet You can follow the podcast at MCS with Key You can follow my personal page at the Diary of Key And the Diary of Key is my name On not only Instagram but on Twitter Snapchat, TikTok, everything is that. And on Clubhouse is Two Wise. If you like to subscribe and find out new things about MicroSpeak, the organization, or what MicroSpeak with Key is doing, you can visit the website at microspeak.com. And if you wear braids and you are very offended by what Yusuf in the building said, you can email me at key at microspeak.com. Or you could just inbox and me. You can inbox me, man. For the fellas that don't like bonnets, you can email me and tell me how you felt about that as well. It's been a pleasure. See y'all next week. very necessary podcast come on in have a seat and unplug from the world by listening to jennifer bond yoshi and sue where you get our unapologetic view on relationships balance careers and how we handle it all or how we don't this podcast is like a box of chocolates you never know what you're gonna get you can catch us each and every wednesday on apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, spotify iHeart, Amazon Music, and anywhere you listen to your favorite podcast.